Welcome to the Gambler's Dungeon podcast and welcome to week four of the NFL. Um, we had a great start last week, 2-0 and in our picks. The Atlanta Falcons and Detroit Lions went over the 50.5 point mark early on in the fourth quarter, so that was a nice, smooth, little comfortable win there for us. And uh, that Dallas-Arizona game, it got a little, little scary. You know, Arizona's there ready to punch in a touchdown at the end of the game. Two-point conversion gives us a push, but somehow... Dallas avoids a pass interference call and manages to make a big stop. And uh, yeah, we go two for two. So nice little start. So because we're recording this on a Friday, it's going to be a quick one today. Uh, there are three games actually like this week of the uh, on the schedule. Um, at least five that I hate and reasons being a lot of these are uh, division game road favorites. And again, a little bit of overreaction to some of the craziness that happened last week um, but to start let's look at the first game I like uh, Atlanta Falcons at home to the Buffalo Bills it opened with Atlanta giving seven and a half points as of right now they are uh, giving eight points so it's moved half a point but in lieu of that they're uh, paying minus 105 as opposed to the usual minus 110 and looking back actually the seven and a half points they're giving was a minus 115 so there's a little bit more value in giving up that extra half point there. Um, I really, really, really am impressed with the Atlanta Falcons offense, and especially being at home this week. Um, yep, the Bills did beat the Denver Broncos last week, um, but the Denver Broncos offense is not anywhere close to being as high-powered and just explosive as this Atlanta Falcons team. Um, yeah, Devontae Freeman and Devin Coleman in the backfield uh great one-two punch and then all of matt ryan's receivers led by julio jones like these guys can he's got fast guys he's got hand guys he's got big guys and all of them seem to be able to do everything so you know this buffalo is going to be on that field defensively for a long time and uh yeah giving up just over a touchdown at home to a team coming into your neighborhood uh I don't know. I, I, I love the Falcons this week. And people, analysts have been talking about how the Falcons, uh, you know, almost needed that last second over call overturn to beat Detroit last week. But Detroit's defense is, uh, I think, one of the most underrated defenses in the league. They, uh, they're they quick to the ball. They have speedy linebackers and a very, very powerful and uh, get to the quarterback offensive line. They can They can generate a pass rush. And I don't want to take anything away from the Bills' defense either. I mean, they played a, they played a great game, but uh, Trevor Trevor Simeon is not the Matt Ryan caliber of quarterback. And um, yeah, it's Matt Matt Ryan's going to see things at the line that Trevor Simeon wouldn't have seen until you know he's got guys on him. So this, in my mind, is uh, one of the best plays, if not the best play of the week. Atlanta Falcons minus eight at home to the Buffalo Bills, paying minus one oh five. Next game I like is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home to the New York football Giants, giving three points and is now also paying minus 105. I'm um, assuming there's probably a little bit of money coming in on New York's and they don't want to move the number just yet because they like where the number's at. So, you know, yeah, this one, I, I, th I feel like this number should be uh, at least uh, five and a half. Um, I, the Giants haven't shown anything offensively and for again what is supposed to be a, a revamped secondary and uh they they haven't been able to uh contain many teams likely because they've been on the field so long but 
Tampa Bay, I mean, it, it really all depends on if we get good Jameis or bad with Jameis, and they just have way too many options. Again, uh, Deshaun Jackson is a great deep threat. Mike Evans can just haul in anything, and as long as Winston has time in the pocket, which, you know, the Giants haven't really shown much of a pass rush this season, they uh, I think Tampa Bay rolls this game. And that New York Giants offense is, just seems very, very one-dimensional. They can't establish a run game, and it's just put on the shoulders of Eli, so, you know, you throw up a nice little cover two Tampa two if you will and uh yeah these Eli's gonna be uh not necessarily running around for his life but um yeah he's gonna he's gonna have a tough time finding open guys downfield a lot of check downs a lot of defensive swarming not a lot of scoring for the New York Giants I think Tampa minus three at home is again one of one of the best plays of the week uh, right up there with Atlanta so the last game of the week that jumps out to me is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles plus one at the Los Angeles Chargers, and that's paying plus 100, so pretty much even money there. Coming back, um, I really am a big fan of this Eagles team. Their defense has just been highly underrated and very, like, they're either overperforming or they're very underrated, and they just get to the ball, they get to the quarterback, and... They, they make it a long day for opposing offenses. Um, I'm a big fan of Carson Wentz. Him and Alshon Jeffrey seem to have a nice little chemistry. And, I mean, Zach Ertz and Carson Wentz developed that all last season long. And it's no joke that Zach Ertz is leading the league in, like, catches and yards and yards after catch. And, I mean, he hasn't gotten in the end zone. But, you know, he's, he's, he's the go-to crutch that uh, every quarterback likes to have at the tight end position there. Chargers, on the other hand, they have had all of the bad luck in the world. And, um, I mean, I, I don't even know where to start. Like, two missed field goals at the end of the game to miss, you know, to lose the first two games of the season. That's that's heartbreaking in itself. And then, you know, a game in Kansas City, division game, you got to get up for and just lay an egg. I'm actually surprised uh, the Chargers are favored in this game, to be honest with you. Um, I would have had Philadelphia at least minus two and a half to open and this may seem like a little bit of a reaction to the, the Eagles losing Darren Sproles for the season and now having to rely on uh, LeGarrette Blunt and Wendell Smallwood out of the backfield but this game um, I, again like the Eagles are the better team both sides of the ball right now um, and this this LA offense just looks really really baffled and every time you know Rivers looks like he's just being chased around all game long throwing up prayers hoping his wife doesn't get pregnant again um it's just it, they they should be better and they uh they they just had a, a ton of bad luck and it's kind of wearing on them well visually it looks like it's wearing them on them um during the games so i like the eagles here getting a point um paying even money at the chargers and again like this this might not even count as at the chargers they've had trouble filling up that stadium and uh Philly fans travel well. This could be a, a highly green and silver uh, fan base in that stadium on Sunday. So to wrap up the, uh, the plays of the week here, Atlanta Falcons minus eight at home to the Buffalo Bills, paying minus 105. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home to the New York Giants, minus three, also paying minus 105. And the Philadelphia Eagles at the Los Angeles Chargers getting a point and paying even money at plus 100. 
All right, so I have five games that I've uh, checked off here that I absolutely hate this week. Um, not necessarily just hate the line, but a, a couple of them, it's like I don't even want to watch the game. Um, and then the others, like the line is just a little bit of a why, how. Um, you're, you're only looking for trouble if you're betting these games. Uh, I'm going to start with the Cincinnati Bengals minus three at the Cleveland Browns. Um, last week, Cleveland was favored on the road against Indy, and... I mean, in, in, in pools, I, I was a believer, and uh, I instantly remembered why, <laughs> why why I don't bet games like this. Uh, they were just that game was just hideous, and you know Deshaun Kaiser, he he may be the the future in Cleveland, but he's not the right now in Cleveland. Um, Cincinnati, on the other hand, you know, like they're in a must win situation, and they ended up blowing a fourteen point lead and losing to Green Bay in overtime. But you know, like they. they they, they haven't looked good all season long. Green Bay was really banged up last week. Um, both sides of the ball, injuries everywhere. So I don't know if that was really a good litmus test to see where Cincinnati is. Um, I just, I, I don't like this game. I think the line is probably close, but like why why do you, like I don't want anything vested on the Cincinnati Bengals or the Cleveland Browns. Like they just, they scare me all over the place. And I mean, since he's what minus three, and they're paying minus one twenty, so you have to lay extra juice on them just to like it's not, not even worth it in my opinion here. Next game similar. I just I I don't even want it to be on. Um, Jacksonville minus three at the Jets. Um, this game, in my opinion, is whoever scores first is gonna win because like neither neither of these teams have comeback capabilities, so. Yeah, Jacksonville's defense, probably the reason why they're favored on the road to New York. But, like, they're just coming home from London, right? They just played that crappy London game. We got another crappy London game this week, too. But Jacksonville just played in London, coming home favored on the road. Um, and, like, Leonard Fournette, like, he he will be able to run over this Jets defense. But, I mean, the the Jacksonville defense, you know, they're swarming, too. Um, maybe Maybe this line is right, but I don't want to watch the Jacksonville Jaguars play the New York Jets, and I don't want to have any of my money resting on the shoulders of Blake Bortles. So the next game on this uh, do-not-touch-hate list is the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Uh, Tennessee opened minus one-and-a-half point favorites, and it's now minus two-and-a-half. So there's another point there. Uh, laying 15 on the dollar at minus 115. So you're looking at Tennessee favored on the road in a division game and laying extra juice um, none of this spells a good time for me none of this spells money making or winning to me this looks like disaster written all over it um, the, the Titans have had their ups and downs they, um, they I mean that whole division is a whole up and down right now but this this is the Tennessee team who coming into the season everyone was projecting to be really really good and they've just kind of mediocrely state average um houston at the same time you know they've they've started with the uh the the, the macho man tom savage and he lasted a half and now they got their their rookie deshaun watson in there who's uh who's looked actually really good he um he brings a different dynamic to to their offense that they haven't had and it's he's now an extra player you got a game plan for because he can break off plays on his own so you know, Tennessee, 
as good as they are supposed to be and as good as they have looked at times it's uh this this houston team and i mean you can't overlook houston's defense either like this is a this is a defense that plays these titans twice a year so they're very very familiar um yeah t- tennessee being favored on the road is just a, a scary notion to me in this game and i am staying away Yeah, two more games, and uh, the next one is it's kind of funny to me. Uh, Oakland at Denver, Denver three-point favorites despite losing at Buffalo last week. Um, I feel that if the Raiders didn't get so embarrassed against the the Washington football team last week, um, this line would either be a pick'em or you might even have the the road division favorite in uh, in the spread. There's still a lot of people preseason predicting Oakland to, to carry the division. Um, and, you know, like Denver, again, Trevor Simeon at the helm. Got to rely on the run game and defense. Everyone knows you got to rely on the run game and defense. And, um, you know, you can't expect Derek Carr and company to have another egg laid in a back-to-back game, especially in a division game. You know, if anything, that Monday night game could have just been the uh, the, the under-preparation in terms of they're preparing for this Denver matchup in Denver, a road win is, uh, you know, huge in the division, especially a division as tight as the AFC West. You know, you got KC just looking amazing, Oakland right there behind them, and Denver hanging in there. You know, they uh, they got their, their defense is just swarming. Um, but, yeah, these these division games, uh, these teams are they're very familiar with each other. They, they know the tendencies. They know the tricks. And, and again, this this – if Oakland doesn't lay that egg on uh, on Monday Night Football against the Washington football team, this this line could be easily the opposite way. Um, Denver coming home from a, a a loss to Buffalo, it could just be a sign of both teams looking ahead too. But there's there's too many intangibles in this game that I just don't like, and uh, it's it's throwing red flags all over the place. So I, I'm advising the stay away for Denver, Oakland, Oakland, Denver. And the last game of the week that I absolutely hate will be your Indianapolis Colts versus the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle laying 13 points. Um, Seattle hasn't done anything at all this season to warrant a 13-point spread. Um, the the last time they had a, a huge spread was against San Francisco, and they didn't even put up that many points, uh, 12-9. Or there was, it was just a gross, grotesque football game. Um, Indianapolis, I mean, they haven't shown anything really defensively for the past four years (laughs) and their offensive line is still as porous as it was when they got Andrew Luck, uh, Jacoby Brissett, you know, he's still a a work in progress, a new team. Um, but I mean, yeah, going into Seattle, that defense, yeah, yeah, yeah. 13, 13 points is just too much for this game. It's, it's way too high. Um. I mean, they, they 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 could, but I don't I don't want to take a chance on these two terrible offensive lines. And uh, yeah, I'm staying away from the Colts and the Seahawks this week. So that's pretty much gonna do it this week. Uh, yeah, it's just a short little quick one um, to recap uh, the plays for the week. We got the Atlanta Falcons minus eight at home to the Buffalo Bills, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus three at home to the New York Giants. And the Philadelphia Eagles, plus one on the road in Los Angeles versus the Chargers. 
All lines are courtesy of Bet365 and accurate as of 12.38 p.m. Pacific time on September 29th. And we've submitted uh, for review and approval from iTunes, so hopefully we'll have a, a link to share for that one. We are also on SoundCloud under the Gambler's Dungeon podcast. Uh, you can check us out there. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, as always, may the winners be yours. Until next time, humanoids. Humanoids.